Welcome to the Kingdom Mastermind Podcast, a community for women who love God and want to thrive as joyful lifestyle entrepreneurs. Your adventure starts now. Here's your host, Ann McDonald. of my life is the best of my life. The rest of your life is supposed to be the best of your life. And if we understood that everything we touch was supposed to turn incorruptible like gold because of what Jesus did for us, what his blood bought for us on the cross, we'd speak differently. Hi, Kingdom Masterminders. This is Ann McDonald, and I want to welcome you to this week's podcast, where we are starting a four-week series on the power of our words. We're going to say a quick thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be right back with this week's podcast. Next Level Experience is a three-day intensive that gives you a paradigm shift on your life experiences. It's not for snowflakes. It is all about the Holy Spirit and taking your life to the next level. It is for those whose life is basically working, but may be stuck and want much more. Stacy and Michael McIntyre facilitate the three-day event, which does not require any money up front. At the end of your Next Level experience, you choose to donate without obligation whatever you feel it was worth. Check out their website for more information on upcoming Next Level experiences at www.themichaelmcintyre.com. Again, that's www.themichaelmcintyre.com. Our words matter. They create worlds. They destroy worlds. They create blessing. They invite curses. We actually understood the authority that our words carry. We would speak differently. We would think differently. The Bible says that out of the overflow of our heart, our mouth speaks. That means those little grumbling moments where we think to ourselves, you suck. I hate you. You'll never be able to do this. I can't do this. When you are completely frustrated and those thoughts go running through your head, do you know that those aren't your own thoughts? That's not Jesus. And yet we put up with it. Why do we do this? Well, on this week's podcast, I am starting a four-part series on the power of our words. Today, we're going to unpack the big picture on our words. I once heard Bill Johnson say that your words create worlds. I believe it. I've seen it. I think I wasted five whole years going through a cycle that I didn't need to go through because I didn't understand or take seriously what the Bible said when it talked about the power of our words. Kingdom Masterminder, there is hope. This is a hopeful message. Because once you understand this, all of a sudden your speech is going to be different. All of a sudden when you get those negative tracks that are speaking to you, you're trying to figure something new out and and you feel like, I can't do this. I'll never be able to make it. You're like, hey, wait a minute. That's not God. That's not what the blood of Jesus paid for me to think about myself or feel about myself, much less speak about myself. Once we realize that's a foreign intruder, of the enemy's kind, we put a stop to it pretty quickly. So I'm going to unpack today what I had to go through to get there. 
Before we step into this big picture on words, I want to remind you of the sequence that we've come through in the last couple of episodes. Why? Because it's really important that we understand sequences in the spirit realm. Just like God orchestrates beautiful sounds and beautiful music. What happens a lot of times is that we'll get a hold of one breakthrough moment, but we don't understand that that breakthrough moment is supposed to be in sequence, like a beautiful symphony. A lot of times we'll say, okay, I I understand, Ian. You talk about grace. Grace is the ability for us to do something right now that we couldn't do a few minutes ago. All right, I I can I can uh, intellectually acquiesce to that. Maybe that's not the right term, but it's basically like you're thinking to yourself, okay, I I can get my head around that. God gives me grace to do stuff I couldn't do a few minutes ago. It's what we see when we get saved. God's grace is what enabled us to say yes to Jesus. When maybe five minutes or five years ago, we would not have been in the place to say yes to the grace of Jesus, to the blood of Jesus, where Jesus is going to be our Lord and Savior. Awesome. Then last week, we talked about the whole process of, okay, we've got this grace. How do we actually apply it? I gave three very specific tips. Just keep it simple. And maybe we can intellectually acquiesce to that. We can say, okay, I get that. You know, lots of experts say work 90 minutes, get up, take a break, work in a 90 day period, you know, a quarter at a time, set one goal and don't make it so overwhelming that you get into that perfectionist space where you just throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, you burn down the forest for the trees, all of that kind of stuff. Well, we can acquiesce to those things intellectually. But when it comes to our words, a lot of times what we don't acknowledge is that the symphony, the sequence of breakthrough that I'm talking about, the grace to do something, then we set the goal and we make concrete, simple changes in our life to get that thing done. A lot of times we don't acknowledge the truth that our words are the things that are tripping up everything that we just got. I'm going to share a quick story from a time in my life where I literally think I lost five years. So very simply, I 2008, 2010, God really opened up some great favor for me in the online space. I can't tell you I earned it. I can't tell you I deserved it. I just had a series of events where I was introduced to people through my design business in different cities who knew people in the internet marketing business. And through, I I really want to emphasize this. I feel like through no uh, performance or ability of my own, I ended up in some rooms with some very high powered people who were willing to pour into me. So I had the grace. I absolutely had that grace on my life. Then I was learning skill sets. Now, these were not Christians. These were certainly not spirit-filled Christians, but they had a grace, I believe, from the Lord on their life to actually make money and transact in the online space. So I was learning from them, gleaning from them. But then I would go back to my house. I would go back to my home office, my design studio. And I'd pray, I'd get all, you know, that get that great feeling. I've got the breakthrough. I can see the scripture. I've got it. And I'd sit down to do the work. And almost immediately, I would be taken out with frustration. I'd say things like, "Ugh, I can't do this. I'll never be able to do this. Or I'd blame something. I'd be like, 
I need another software program or I need a team or I need this or I need that or I can't figure this out. I'm being pretty aggressive with my words today because I want you to understand that I had grace on my life. I had favor on my life. I had enough resources to go to different masterminds and different conferences. I even felt like I had a word from the Lord and I want you to build this out. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Then I had enough grace and favor on my life to set up schedules. I had resources for childcare and travel. I had all the computer equipment that I would ever need. I had two offices, one in a converted garage studio that was my design studio and another one, which we call under the house. It was essentially a walkout basement and it had no windows. It was perfect for recording. I would get into that space and then my words kicked in, not in a good way. That's what I want to tackle today. My words kicked in. I would sit down. I'd read the word of the Lord. What we speak matters. What's that scripture about? Every idle word will be judged for. I could read that scripture. I could quote it to you, but I wasn't able to connect my thoughts and the overflow of my heart to the vitriol and negativity and self-hatred and self, I don't know even what to call it, this, this just self-disgust coming out of me. I didn't take it seriously enough to combat it. So what am I talking about? Let's go back to that symphony, that cycle that I want to address today. Because if we can get a hold of the big picture having to do with words and our part in that big picture, everything will change. Beloved, you are seated in heavenly places inside of Christ Jesus. Stick with me on this. You are. The word says it. I believe it. We work from that. Next, God has given you, blood bought by Jesus, authority. That means what you speak has authority. And that authority can either be used for good, life, nobility, prosperity, or it can be used for death, stealing, killing, destruction. Now, the enemy of our souls does not want us to get a hold of this. Why? Because when we do, he's toast. He will no longer have a key to the front door of our businesses. He will no longer have a backstage pass to our family. Once we get a hold of that, everything changes. So let's go back to the cycle. The first piece, grace. We need grace. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to a few podcasts ago on the topic of grace. It's an actual empowering force that we need. We actually, it's kind of like the blessing. It's like a uniform for us. Then once we get a hold of the grace, then we can actually step into what we talked about last week, doing very simple, concrete things. We don't have to change our whole life overnight. We don't have to lose 50 pounds in five days. 
we just make very simple changes. And in those simple changes, the grace of God flows through us like a river and actually moves things way faster than we think they can be moved. That's the supernatural power and grace of God on our lives. The third step of that cycle is our words. I shared with you 2008, 2010, I had great grace on my life. I had the ability to set a schedule and work on things. And as soon as I got hindered, as soon as I got frustrated by something, my mouth took off and not in a good way. Everything that went wrong, my mouth self-hated, my mouth self-frustrated, my mouth self-destructed. And it started with the thoughts in my head. Do you ever have thoughts in your head that you feel like you can't actually get out? Once you understand that Satan knows the power of your words more than you do, game on. I'm not playing on your team anymore. I think that this singular process took about five years for me to unpack. Here's the grace for the pace for you. I've gotten this breakthrough in my words. It's why I say the rest of my life is the best of my life. The best of my life is the rest of my life. Everything I touch turns to gold. That's not just some pithy statement that I picked up from a mentor of mine. I actually had to go through a season of crushing to believe it. Why? Because just like I stated at the beginning of this podcast, the blood of Jesus paid for everything I touch to become incorruptible. That's what God means when he says, daughter, I want you to bring heaven to earth, that the kingdoms of our God will become the kingdoms of this earth, that they're going to overtake, right? Well, we can't overtake if we don't tackle the power of our words. We have to understand that Pilate had authority behind his words. What he said was going to happen. Well, what you need to understand, what I need to understand is that our words carry more authority in the spirit realm, even than pilots. Why? Because we are blood bought by Jesus, new creations. If we understood that, our words would shift immediately, literally immediately. We're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors, and we're going to come back and unpack this symphony, this cycle of grace, action, and words. Do you have a passion and desire to build up and encourage the body of Christ to be everything they were created to be? Do you have blog ideas, podcast ideas, and other media production ideas in your heart that will build up the kingdom of God inside of each of us? If so, follow, listen to, and subscribe to kingdombringer.com. Darren Eubanks, the founder of Kingdom Bringer, curates and produces high caliber kingdom content that builds up and encourages the body of Christ across the globe. Again, follow, listen to, and subscribe to www.kingdombringer.com. Imagine you were in the grocery store with your 21-year-old, healthy, employed daughter. Imagine if she wanted something in the grocery store that was maybe a little too high for her to reach. She could actually get to it, but she'd have to stand on her tippy toes to get it. Imagine if that 21-year-old, resourcefully employed, perfectly healthy, bright and energetic daughter 
threw a complete temper tantrum, went down on the floor of the grocery store aisle, stomped her hands and her feet on the ground like a two-year-old, and complained and cried and whined and cursed everyone in the store because she couldn't get to that thing that all she had to do was to stand on her tippy toes and reach for it. Heck, she could even pay for it. Not hard for her to do, but she just didn't understand that she already had the ability inside of her to do it. That's what it's like when we get the grace of God on our life, we set the schedule, and then one little small pebble of hindrance comes into our life and we throw a hissy fit. Now, there are no stones in my hands because kingdom mastermind women, entrepreneurial kingdom women, I spent five years throwing temper tantrums every time I couldn't figure something out. Every little small hindrances would throw me off. I'm like, this software doesn't work. This isn't working. I need a team. I can't do this. The whole time, God's just like, and I gave you the grace. I gave you the resources and Satan's trying to take you out and you're cooperating with him pretty nicely right about now. I'm not going to come do it for you because I've already done everything for you. Jesus has already paid the full price. All you got to do is take a deep breath, kick the enemy out of that narrative in your head and reach up. It's not too hard for you, Anne. It's not too far for you. Stand on your tippy toes, stretch a little. You'll be able to get that thing off the shelf and then you can move forward. Well, that's what I want to start off this series on the power of our words with today. Kingdom Mastermind Women, I know what it's like to be frustrated. But frustrated isn't a fruit of the Spirit. Jesus was angry when he was dealing with the Pharisees, but Jesus did not sin in his anger. And I actually believe his anger in that moment was motivated by love because well, that's his nature. I'm not going to unpack that right now, but when we are frustrated, it actually indicates that we don't believe something we need to believe. Let me say that again. When we are frustrated, it actually indicates something we don't believe that we need to believe. Now, my personal contention is that we need to believe something about the power and the authority on our words. And that's what breaks frustration. Now, one of the reasons I'm doing this over a four-part series is if we can get a hold of this, the scripture says life and death are in the power of the tongue. Well, my business cycles were stopped and not as prosperous as they should have been for about five years because Every time I got frustrated, I let those demonic tracks in my head speak louder than the word of God, because I just didn't believe God at his word. So that's what we're going to unpack over the next couple of podcasts. This week, I want you to carefully consider, take this before the Lord for breakthrough. God, do I understand that my authority, the words that I speak can either make or break my business? Do I understand that those arrows of frustration are designed to take me out when you want to prosper me, when you want to put me in a position where nations are going to stream to my light to glorify you? Well, let's get a hold of our words over these next couple of podcasts. And friend, everything will change. The rest of your life 
will be the best of your life. The best of your life will be the rest of your life. And everything you touch will carry the incorruptible sound of heaven. Next week, we're going to tackle part two of our words. Well, they create worlds. And what world are we living in right now? Well, Jesus' blood bought our authority. So we actually have to learn to step into the grace, take those concrete actions that we are capable of taking, and then learn how to speak over ourselves the way that God speaks over us. We're going to talk about directing our words towards goodness and life from a place of belief. We behave from belief. So my bad beliefs that came out every time I got frustrated, in order for those words to change, I actually had to tackle my belief about what I thought God wanted for me. If I was honest, I thought God was trying to take me out. I thought he didn't want me to succeed. So I had to go there with the Lord. And I had to choose to take him at his word. So Kingdom Mastermind Entrepreneurial Woman, whether you are building out a vocational ministry or a traditional business, God wants you to prosper. Thing is, he's already bought our authority. So we have to learn to not be that 21-year-old who just has to stand up a little bit and reach, right? I'm not saying that from a place of judgment. I've been that cranky, frustrated, I can't do it. God's like... No, yes, you can, Anne. So let's have a little humor and a little grace with ourselves. Let's be kind to ourselves. And next week, we're going to continue to unpack the power of our words. Make sure to check out those show notes at www.kingdommastermind.net. And I want to invite you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Kingdom Mastermind podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere awesome podcasts are found. Until next week, choose joy. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you'd like more material and have a desire to stay connected, please reach out to Anne at www.kingdommastermind.net. understand the power of our words, we actually start to take territory fast. Kingdom Entrepreneurial Woman, God wants you to take territory more so than you want to take it yourselves. A lot of times the cycle of our words, the worlds we create with the cycle of those words, well, we actually don't know how to stop it. Next week, we are going to tackle how to unpack belief so that it manifests in how we actually speak when we're frustrated so that we don't turn out to be that 21-year-old perfectly healthy daughter having a hissy fit in the grocery store. I've walked through this. I know what it's like. And once we get a hold of changing our words and understanding that those thought tracks that are negative and destruction and have death on them, that they're not of God, well... We can take the word of God and use it to reassess what we actually believe because we behave from belief. So if we're frustrated and speaking negatively and saying, I can't and I won't, and this is impossible or this is too hard for me, then we're actually revealing bad beliefs. Beliefs and words, they're 
all tied together. It's why I wanted to spend four separate episodes on this whole concept that our words create worlds. So give yourself some grace this week. Have a sense of humor about it. God can redeem all of those lost years very quickly. So we'll see you next week to unpack more about how our words create worlds.